This podcast is sponsored by PICC, Florida's leading public adjusters for 22 years of handling residential commercial claims in Florida. Dealing with an insurance company when having a property loss can be discouraging. Let PICC encourage you and maximize your compensation. Please call us at 305-956-3666. Okay, good morning. Happy to be back. Today's class is sponsored for the Lunishmat Roma Rachamim Bet Ben. Neila and Murat Mani Ben Olga Yohavitz. Also, Nushma Yorkman Dil Magdasia Benema, Rufoshal Machalam Ben Yavne, and Rabdan Ben Sarah, and also in success, and Yorachamim with Shavanova, Gadiel Ben Elisheva, Emma Shavrena Malkovato Russia, and Gadiel Ben Elisheva. Zrotashem, we have, God willing, we're planning an event December 20th, a very, very big. I'm not planning the event. Somebody else is planning a very, very big event, very big, big singles event on December 20th. It's a last-minute thing. It's on Hanukkah, so we're very, very excited. Hopefully, it should go through. And Vizrat Hashem, it would be a really, really great event. So we're excited about that. Today's class, also please share and rate the podcast. Another, another good news, obviously this is a joke, but uh, Joe Biden said that the first quarter of next year is going to be terrible. So since he's been 100% wrong on everything else, we should be very besimcha that we're going to have a great first quarter next year. I was so besimcha. When I read that headline, first quarter, doom and gloomy, breaks the economy. Thank you, Hashem. I, I, start, I got such simcha out of, that, out of that headline because I said, okay, good. He's zero, he's zero for, <laughs> hasn't hit one thing right. So at least this also he won't hit right. So even this is something to be simcha about. And we could see how, how, in this, how much in this world we can depend on nobody but Hashem. If that has not shown you anything the past couple of, not even your money you can trust, nobody you can trust. And Hashem should help us all that we should come to that consciousness that we can only trust God. All right, we're going to do lesson 72 in the second half of the Kutumran and 22 in the, second, in the first half of the Kutumran. I'm sorry, the, they are both in the first half of the Kutumran. Great, great concept. Obviously, I'm trying to just bring the, the practicality of this lesson. Rav Nachman says that, no, there are times that a person has thoughts of returning to God as the moment he becomes an upright individual. Following these, he seeks his act, his act to arousal and repent so that he travels to wherever he needs to go. Basically, we all get, there's a concept called hirhur. A moment of, you get a moment of wanting to do good. Let's say all of a sudden you get a moment of wanting to work out, okay? Or you get a moment of wanting to go pray, or you get a moment of doing this. So what happens is, is when you get that moment and you take action on that moment, if you don't take action right away when you get that moment, again, this is very similar to, the, to, to Mel Robbins' The Five Second Rule. She, she wrote a book called The Five Second Rule that if you don't take action within five to 10 seconds of something, chances are you're going to go into retreat. So Reb Nachman has this Torah, and he says, this is exactly what the Gemara is telling us in Gemara Kedushin. It says, when a person, a person, if a man bethraws a woman on the condition that he's righteous, when in fact he's absolutely wicked, he's considered engaged. So imagine, I said today, I'm going to get married on the condition that I'm a tzaddik, even though I'm not a tzaddik. I'm in the condition, I'm going to get, I want to get married to you on the condition that I'm going to be happy the rest of my life, I can technically get married. Because when you take action on the first thought, right away, you, are, you, you woke up the first Yetzirah. But now, 
Anytime we wake up the first Yetzirah, now there's a second Yetzirah. So you shouldn't get upset. A lot of times that we recognize this, we get very upset that we try to do something and next thing you know, we, all of a sudden we start getting bombarded with all kinds of negative thoughts after we take, try to take some kind of action. And you should know that this is exactly what's supposed to happen. You're supposed to get resistance exactly after a person takes account, right after a person takes action, right away, he's going to get a certain voice. And Rav Nachman refers it to as the concept called an echo. An echo. And he says, no, when the sound of holiness is aroused, then through it, an echo of the other side is aroused. So the minute you begin to have a positive thought, automatically expect in something negative. All of a sudden, you want to, all of a sudden, let's say you're married, and you start wanting to have, you know, you want to start having, showing appreciation to your spouse. And the more you do it, there's also going to be, the Yetzirah is going to show you, well, give you evidence of why you shouldn't be appreciative. Look, this is not happening. That is not happening. So this is an unbelievable concept. This is why we're not allowed, if somebody hears a shofar in a pit, and if he just hears the echo of the shofar, he's not yotze. He's not, you cannot count it. You cannot hear something as an echo. You have to hear it live. So this is a beautiful, I mean, there's tons of, books on mindfulness on this concept. So you shouldn't, sometimes we, are, we, are, we, we get ourselves too negative about ourselves because you're paying attention to the echo. <laughs> you're not paying attention to the, to the good voice. And this is where this concept of the echo is automatic. So, and this is why, you know, you start a breast of center, half of the people love it, half of the people, 10 people don't like it. Wonderful. That means it's kosher. If there's no echo from the other side, if there's no echo, anything negative about anything, then automatically it's not coming from the Kedusha. Now, now, Rav Nachman takes us even a, a, a bit further. Before I take this line, I want you to understand this other line. Ram Das, who's really a Jewish guy, who you know went to... All kinds, but he's really a Jewish guy, and it's funny. His name is Ram Das, you know. The, the whole Das at the end of the day, there's Das. Just he was a little uh, mis miscalculated on, you know, where he should have went. But his his concepts are amazing. He says you you could know from your shadow how to get close to the light. You could know from your shadow. Your shadow is teaching you how to get close to the light. I'm going to do a whole class on this concept. Because this class is, that concept is very deep. I can know from the echo that there's a, there's a good Kedusha. There's a good, there's a good... I can know from my questions that there's tremendous amount of fear in the situation. The more questions I have, the more... What is a question? Just echoes of negativity. Doubts, right? But you could know, you can extract that that's, there's really a lot of fear. And that's exactly what I should be really working on. So we've said this many times that if you really work on getting, of the fear, getting rid of the fear behind the question, there is no question. That make sense? When you have a lot of questions, every question has a certain amount of doubt. You're not, 
Otherwise, you wouldn't have you would have answers. Our work, our job in our life is to get rid of the rid of the fear behind the questions, so the answer pops up. Should I go work out? That's my question. What, what do you? <laughs> what's the question? The answer should be obvious. Of course, you should work out. But if you don't work, if you don't work on the on the surrendering, well, how do I know it's going to work? Maybe it's not going to work. Maybe I'm going to be tired. Maybe I'm not going to follow through with it. If you don't work on those, getting rid of those echoes, you'll, you, all you're going to hear is echoes. So we do have to recognize that anything in life, you do have a, you have a good intention, but as soon as Rav Nachman says you have a good intention, the other side is aroused. And this has to be made in order for you to get, forget equally, to get rewarded for what you do. If you didn't have echoes, you would never get rewarded. You want to date somebody right away, you find 10 good things in him, but you, you're always going to hear, oh, but, but this is the problem. That's the echo. It's normal and it's okay. Don't give, your job is to focus on the 10 good things, not to focus on the one echo that's causing the whole noise. That's the only difference here. What the difference here is we want to focus on the good voice, not the echo. But most of us, because we're not conscious, all we hear is echoes. And the echoes become the voice. And when the echoes become the voice, then it's called identity theft. <laughs> you don't know who's talking. You don't know who's talking. So why we have to get negative thoughts after a good thought is because it's exactly this concept. Now, according to the amount of, unfortunately, the more a person falls into, into sins and to transgressions, then he has to actually sustain that negative voice. He has to actually sustain that voice. For example, he gives an example here. Let's say all of a sudden a person's overweight and he has terrible habits. He just doesn't eat well. It's not only that he, has to, he eats, but now he's going to hear, oh my God, I'm overweight. I'm always eating the wrong food. Why can't I do this? The amount of, of, once the echo is running the show, you're sustaining that. So the, more, the problem with, with sinning is you actually have to sustain it. Just like if you have five pets, if you have five pets, you have to feed all the five pets. And what do the, what do the dogs want? More food. So the problem with transgression itself is you create, you create excessive echoes. That means if I do good, I don't create a negative angel. But when I do negative things, I create excessive negative angels and those negative angels create extra voices. So what you see today, people are getting into despair. People are getting in, they're, not, they're just hearing the wrong voice. They're not hearing the right voice. They're not hearing the voice of the Kedusha. But to, to, to expect to go through anything, this is why when you have inspiration, automatically you have a thought, take action right away, don't second guess it. Because if you second guess it, the, the negative echo is going to come and it's going to knock off the inspiration. This is, this is basically what we're trying to do here is we're really, really trying to create a new pattern. 
but are also job. This is where you have to witness who's doing the talking and recognizing that anything good cannot exist without an echo. So if you're dating somebody marriage-wise, the more positive, you have to have that equal ratio to the echo. If it's something that has a potential for Kedusha. If you, if, why, does, why does the Baal Shem Tov tell us that every single time we pray, we have to go into the ark. We have to go into the light. Why? Because this is the time where a person is going to get all kinds of negative thoughts, specifically at prayer. All kinds of echoes, all kinds of things, demanding, demanding justice. Because remember, we created a lot of this. Our job is not to create too many echoes. But are you going to hear an echo? Absolutely. But you need to recognize you are not the echo. The echo has to happen because if there's, there's no way Kedusha can exist without negativity, without evil, or without the opposite. That's the way God created the world. You can never have a Jerusalem without a Tel Aviv. <laughs> Again, nothing against Tel Aviv, but obviously what goes on in Tel Aviv doesn't usually go on in Yerushalayim. But they both are needed in order for, 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 for the, for, to, to have equality, so you should get rewarded over that. So your ability to have mindfulness and to reckon, your ability to be mindful and to recognize which voice is talking if I'm trying to work out and I'm getting a voice saying, well, don't work out, you're tired. If I listen to that voice, then I'm now, I'm not, I've lost my identity. I'm walking around like a shadow. My shadow is running my life. My subconscious is running my life. We want to be able to re- break that pattern and recognize, oh, I understand that there's going to, I want to do something good, but anytime I want to do something good, I'm going to get hit with tremendous amount of opposition. This is more of the concept called people don't plan to fail, right? But they fail to plan. So anytime you're going to do anything spiritual, such as a 40-day challenge, such as doing his bodhidut, such as anything positive, all of a sudden you say, okay, I want to eat kosher. Next thing you know, where's the echo? All your friends are telling you you're a buzzkill. You're ruining your social life. It's going to happen to you. I'm just, I'm just telling you that one exists without... They don't exist. One has to exist. You want to go to Uman? The whole the world will tell you. You're going to you're, start writing your will. That's it. It's over for you. I mean, I, I, going to Uman, why did I hear echoes? I heard nothing. All I was saying, I'm going to Uman? A thousand echoes. Because it, that's the way it works. That is the way it works. You do something good, you want to take a positive one, write a book, right away, echo. What are you talking about? You don't have concentration, you don't have time, it's not going to work. All these are echoes. But if I listen to the wrong voice, and I don't know which voice is the real voice, just like I can watch a shadow, I'm not the shadow, but if I think I'm the shadow, then I'm finished. We, that's the problem today. Is how much do we spend the morning why I tell you to do your devotions as much as you can in the morning is because you'll be able to notice you'll have a lot more clarity about who the voice is. Once, in, once you get overwhelmed, once you get hungry, lonely, angry, and tired, you don't even know which voice is talking. You don't even know which voice is talking. So this is where you really, really have to recognize I have to plan 
to re- I have to, I have to, I'm not, I'm not going to walk around with a failing to plan. I'm going to plan that anything good, if I don't have an echo, it's not going to last. And this is exactly what Rav Nachman says. This, this is why Rav Nachman's trip to, to, to Israel had so much opposition versus in Turkey, and he talks about the opposition. And anything he did right away, there was, there was constant discouragement. And you can't just block out the echo. And you can't be upset about the echo. If I get an echo and all of a sudden I'm upset that I get this echo, then you're identifying yourself with the echo. But if I, and it's not something that I need to be bothered either about. I need to recognize this is part of the process. And th- now this is the way you'll start having mind control. You have to control your mind to recognize who's doing the talking. The untethered soul talks about this concept, right? All mindfulness is really recognizing who's the observer. Are you observing the thoughts or you're attached to the thoughts? I could probably tell you 150 books on self-help. On mindfulness is this concept. But Rav Nachman says it in a different way. But he also says, to the extent that we do more and more sense, you don't even know who the voice is. You don't even know, all you're hearing is the, neg- is the echoes. And this is where the, the Yetzirah is the, Yetzirah bites you. But what happens after the bite is the concept of the, 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 the guilt, the shame, etc. The only thing you should do is be embarrassed. You're embarrassed. Why should we be embarrassed? I fell from my level. I know better. I'm much better than this. I got it. You know why? Because when you're embarrassed, it covers up this, it, co- it tran- fixes the transgression, but you're not identifying yourself as bad, as evil, as no good, as that. And this is where today we see the majority of what voice are you listening to? <laughs> and then the minute they want to start doing something, right away, they're identifying, they're listening to the Becca. So you have this, Rav Nachman tells us that you have to understand this concept of Abraham was one. What do you mean Abraham was one? What happened the minute Abraham tried to all of a sudden serve God? Next thing you know, his father's idol worshipping. All day long getting opposition from the whole world. Because you want to start becoming the first person to serve God? The first person to be one. You don't think you're going to hear echoes? But he was one. He didn't pay attention to it. So you have to start recognizing that people's opinions of you, people's validations, there's going to be a lot of echoes. And I started, once I started recognizing this, I said, the more classes I'm going to do, I'm going to start hearing more echoes. Oh, I don't like this, I don't like that, I don't like this. Okay. Echo, echo, echo. But the minute I start saying, I'm no good, and that's exactly what the, the, the concept of the snake. The snake originally was an outside force, an outside voice. But today, it's an inside voice. It's a, you, are the, you have to make attention. Who's paying the snake? So Rabbi Nachman tells us another way to beat this, which is great, is use boldness. You know, when I say, I have a muna. But when you talk with tremendous amount of certainty, that helps you to, that your voice is louder than the other voice. Because the other voice is not strong. 
It gets you when you're weak, but it doesn't get you when you're strong. When you're happy, you know you're controlling your mind. Right? When I'm happy, and I have a, let's say I'm happy, and I go to work, and okay, you have this problem, you have that problem. Okay, it's not the end of the world. My problems are not my life. Just because I had, uh, I had a bad moment doesn't mean the whole day is bad. I'm the rider, I'm riding the horse. I'm riding the horse. But I'm also using, Rabbi Nachman tells us, we have to use boldness. You have to use speech. You have to literally loud. Because that powerful voice gets rid of the air, gets rid of the negative air. But when you're quiet and you're anxious and you, don't, you, don't, you lose that voice. You lose, you don't, know, you don't know which voice it is. So at least if I'm, we, we try to do things with intensity. You should do everything you do with intensity. Just like, let's say you go to the gym and you, you're tired. All of a sudden you start doing a couple reps, you start screaming, you get that energy back. So if you get the, the noise, I'm tired, you don't pay attention to it. Because this voice is louder than that one. So with positivity, you have to start using your voice and using the Nachman Furza too. When we use noises, like I take charity and I give it in the, I put charity in the, in the coins, the noise of the coins, the shofar blast, that noise breaks the klipa. Gratitude breaks the klipa, it breaks the klipas. Nachman advises to clap our hands when we get a lot of uh, negative thoughts because you're here, why am I clapping my hands? Clapping my hands to get rid of the, vo- of the bilbul, of the noises that are going. So we clap our hands because we, we change state. Right? Otherwise, I, I'm not getting the right voice. What happens when we pray quietly? You ever see the difference when you start praying quietly? Your, head, your head's everywhere. Your head's in, in Qatar watching the game for, for the first, for, for, for before Ashray. And then you're in the election, your midterm elections in the middle of the right, from hallelujah to this. And then, you're, and then you're over here for the Amidah. God knows where you are. You're already in Uber Eats. What are you going to eat for lunch? You're, you're not even there. So I start, I try to stand up. I try to create motion because I know this is the time where I'm going to get distracted. So the practical advice is when you be grateful, not say thank you. I could say thank you. Thank you. I'm so grateful. Grateful is you. When you say I'm grateful, you feel gratitude. You feel it. Where I'm just thank you. And you could say somebody at the Starbucks, thank you. Your head somewhere else, thank you. You don't. You're just doing it to be polite. You're not really thankful that much. But when you're grateful, that's it. It's it's part of you. Even your voice is different. You have different presence. So it's very important that you need to arouse this voice. Your voice should be louder than their voice because the voice of the echo is louder than the, your voice. This is why we don't want to talk loud. We don't want to talk quietly. Anything spiritually, you don't want to talk quietly. Imagine somebody says, I'm going to get married. Finished. Zygizum, finished. It's over. The way he's, I want, you're going to get married, like, this is how you're talking? I'm, I'm, I, just, I just got engaged. You just got to gauge it. This is how you're talking? This is finished. This is how you're talking? This is how excited you are about it? Imagine somebody, you know, I was on a trip and all of a sudden somebody in the elevator says, 
I just got engaged. And they were yelling, and everybody's congratulations, congratulations. But nobody asked her, but she decided to volunteer. But she was so excited that you had to be, and the way we said it to her is, wow, because she was saying, wow. But if she said, I just got engaged. Are you sure you made the right decision? It doesn't look like it's normal. So your, 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 your certainty and your voice makes a big difference. So my practical advice is anything you're doing, you need to hire the volume. Don't up the volume to, to the songs that we're hearing today about every single problem in the world. That's not, don't, don't, the news you want to hire the volume that's going to make you, all, all you're hearing is echoes. But the, the, the things that are going to help you, that are going to empower you, turn up the volume. <laughs> turn up the volume, because that's what you need to hear. Because the more you hear that, the more certainty when you hear the negative voice and you start recognizing, no, 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 this is an echo. This is not reality. And this is exactly why I tell some people, I don't care what you're thinking, dreaming, I care what you're doing. Because actions will change behavior. If you start getting into actions, if you're waiting on a voice to hear, you know, you're waiting on a certain voice to hear, to make, take action, sometimes you're not going to get that. So it's very, 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 very important, either whether, you, whether you're praying, whether you're, you're, anything you're doing spiritually, you're grateful for somebody, you, you know, you, you, you say, you, you know, whether your spouse, your kids, it's very, very important, the amount of intensity has to be higher than the other voice. If you start coming in with low energy, then automatically I could tell by your energy which voice you're listening to. And guess what? 50% of your energy, negative thoughts hold 50% of your energy. That means you're negative when you're thinking about something negative. If you're listening to the echo, right away it's going to take 50% of your energy. You want to give charity? Right away, well, how do I know this guy's worth it? How do I know that this guy's this? How do I know this guy? It always happens to me, right? They ask you for a charity, then they ask you for more. How do I know? You start thinking, all of a sudden the echoes come out. Maybe I shouldn't give it, maybe it's not worth it, maybe it's fake, maybe it's this, maybe the guy's a clown, who knows? Who knows, who knows what you hear? But you never hear, usually, only good. Getting into Rav Nachman's teachings, oh, you're crazy, this is a cult. I never forget the first time I came back from Oman, they did an intervention on me, saying that I was in a cult. Isn't that funny? That I'm in a cult, you need help, thank you. I'm good. But these are the echoes you're going to get. Whether it's from your family, whether it's from your wife, whether it's from this, anything you're going to start doing good. Expect an echo, but don't pay attention to the echo. Don't let the echo knock out the real intention, which is the voice, because then... It's called automatic habits. <laughs> you will be listening to the echo all day long. So it's very important. Put your energy in the right place. Put your focus in the right place. Pray louder. Be grateful louder. Give charity. Put the coins in. Make, make you hear that noise. The noises knock out the other noises. When we do a positive things and noises, when you do... Noises, for example, when you look at your wife, thank you for, you know, you're grateful for, for, for her being such a good mother. Even if you, well, how do you, well, she's not the greatest wife, she doesn't do this for you. So you'll know which voice is here, is making, is making the, the, the noise. 
So this is what the, today's advice is: start making, make sure your the, the the positive, which is Tony Robbins speaks about that, create a better state, because you can't think about two thoughts at the same time, and always recognizing that if there's no echo, there's a problem. If there's no complaining. The minute you do something good and nobody's complaining, there's a problem. That's why I'm happy sometimes people complain. Oh, your class is too long. Thank you, Hashem. Thank you. Let that, be, let that be the complaint. Oh, I don't like this. I don't like that. Thank you. That's the echo. It has to, it has to happen. You cannot have everything 100% good because then it could be from the other side. And, then, and again, Rev Kramer had this, gave me that beautiful story how he started, he had a yeshiva, a breast of yeshiva, and, and his, his Rosh Yeshiva was super, super, for the first two weeks, everything was going great. But he didn't get a compliment from his Rosh Hashiva. He didn't get a compliment from him. And he didn't understand, how come I'm not getting a compliment? Until two weeks came, and everybody started complaining. Oh, we're learning too much. We don't have time to do what he's supposed to do. Masatov, you did it! Because the echoes came out. The echo validates that what you're doing is good. So basically, when we have resistance towards anything that you have good intentions, you should know that's a good sign. If you're dating somebody, you have a little resistance, but you're very positive, it's a good sign. Because otherwise, it, it, it's, it can come from the other side. It can come from the other side. And this is where we have to know which voice are you listening to. Shem, help us all that, that are, are there. We should have boldness when we do things. So I do it loud versus... Just being very, this is why the danger of being, when you're doing stuff spiritually, there's a danger when you start doing things with no energy. Because all you're hearing is, the, you're gonna, all you're hearing is nonsense, echoes, echoes, echoes. And then you quit because you think that's the real voice. So this is a very, it's a very, very important lesson to understand. And this is why, again, you're not allowed to hear a shofar from, the, from a pit. You can't hear an echo of a shofar. It has to be live, because an echo is a pit. And then Rabbi Nachman also tells us, and that's in the same Torah, that everybody before you have an ascend, you're going to have a descend. And where these, where you have to be careful is always I have when I when I, every time I hit a peak, right away there's a major descent every single time. So I, what do I say? The Yeridot are for the sake of the Yeridot. The fall is for the sake of the rise. So I say that. This is okay. It's a fall in the sake of the rise. Instead of saying, I'm falling. No, you have to fall in the sake of the rise. Nothing goes up straight. Once you start getting into this pattern of knowing how to handle the ups and the downs, the spiritual highs and lows, then you constantly make higher highs and you raise the basement, not raise the roof. Raise the basement. Your lows are not so bad compared to other people's lows. We don't want to raise the roof. We want to raise the basement. That means on the worst day, I do this. On my worst day, this is, what a, this is a, a must for me. A must. Even if I feel like I'm hanging on, but I'm going to do this no, no matter what. On my worst day, I'll do 10 minutes of his body dudes. On my best day, I'll do a, an hour. But on my worst day, I'll do 10 minutes. You raise the basement. You don't want to raise the roof. Because if you're looking at the roof when you're in the basement, how are you going to have the energy to get up there? But you can always raise the basement. We can always hit the, 
We can always get the low-hanging fruit. Have a great day.